Welcome to Soul Talk, soulful conversations exploring who you are, why you're here, and how to live your most authentic life. My name is Coop Blackson, nationally best-selling author of You Are The One, transformational teacher, and your host. I invite you to subscribe to the Soul Talk podcast for weekly inspiration from me, where I will share with you some powerful ideas, thoughts, and practical life wisdom to help you live life more fully, freeing yourself from your past, reclaiming your power, and living your true life's purpose. You can also go to www.coopblackson.com, enter your name and email to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment. Let's get started with Soul Talk. This week's episode of Soul Talk, I am diving into overcoming imposter syndrome. That's right, we're diving into this topic. Uh, Before I dive in, if you're new to Soul Talk, welcome. If you're a long-term listener, really appreciate your love and support. I would love for you to spread the Soul Talk podcast, an episode with everyone in your life that you love. We want to spread the message of living authentically. Also, for those of you that may not know, this is my last year doing my very special 12-day event called Boundless Bliss that's in Bali. For the last 10 years, I have conducted 20 of these deep transformational experiential seminars. They are life-changing. They are legendary. They are They have impacted lives from all around the world. If you want to know more about my work and the Boundless Bliss Bali event, this is the final year I'll be doing it. Uh, The next event is July the 28th through August the 8th. So if you are interested, inspired by my work in some way, make sure you go to www.boundlessblissbali.com. Now let's dive in, folks. Imposter Syndrome. Have you ever felt felt that feeling of being an imposter? I think at some stage of our lives, we've all felt that sense of feeling like a fraud, feeling like an imposter. And so how do you overcome it? Is it by doing more, by achieving more, by accomplishing more? Trying to scratch the itch that doesn't seem to go away? Imposter syndrome, just to be clear, is the internal experience of feeling like a a fake or a phony. No matter what you do in some area of your life or all areas of your life, despite success that you may have achieved, despite being accomplished in particular areas, you still feel like a fraud. You still feel like not enough. There's that deep feeling of if people know, they know who I really am, if they know what I really feel then I'm going to be exposed. And so what it looks like in life is the constant, let's say, berating of your own performance, putting yourself down. Even if your performance is great, the sense of fear that you won't live up to to expectations, often external expectations, parents, caregivers, those we love, those around us, the constant need to overachieve, 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 to prove yourself, sabotaging your success in some way, sabotaging your self-expression in some way, constant self-doubt, possibly, let's say, attributing your success to other people, external factors like, oh, it wasn't me, it was them. It wasn't me, it was the government. It wasn't me, it was my country. So an, an inability to receive your own acknowledgement, 
So imposter syndrome is a thing, folks. I've worked with clients over the last 20 years from all walks of life, some very accomplished people, singers, actors, models, performers, CEOs, billionaires, entrepreneurs, medical doctors who are very accomplished. And trust me, they still sometimes feel the sense of imposter syndrome, feeling like an imposter, regardless of having 70 certificates on their walls. You see, nothing outside of you can validate you unless you feel validated and enough inside. Nothing outside will make you feel enough, whole, perfect, and complete if you don't feel that inside. And from that sense of lack, from that sense of unfulfillment, from that sense of feeling incomplete within ourselves, we often seek constant external validation, constant uh, external reinforcement. If I can just achieve this, if I can just do that, if I can just get that, if I can just buy that, if I can have another certificate, another certificate, maybe it will validate who I am. Nothing outside of you will validate you unless you feel that connection inside of yourself. So part of imposter syndrome on a deep, profound level is the disconnection, the disconnection from knowing who you really are and buying into the stories and buying into the illusion and buying into the lies and the conditioning of what we've been taught that we are, which is just this mind-body mechanism. It's, it, at the deepest level, it's a spiritual affliction because when we know who we are as a soul, when we know who we are as a being, that we are consciousness, that we're pure, whole, perfect, and complete, an expression, a manifestation of the divine, that we are pure light, Perfect beings, infinite beings, beyond conditioning, beyond experience, beyond mind, beyond, beyond training, beyond education, then we know our true identity. And when we know our true authentic nature and identity, we can never be imposters. And so on some level too, in a strange way, all of us have been imposters. On that deep spiritual level, let's start there and then work our way down, yes? On that deep spiritual level... All of us have been imposters. 99% of the planet, if not more, are imposters. We are pretending to be limited. We are pretending to be just this human body, mind, body mechanism. We are pretending to be our story. We are pretending to be our trauma. We're pretending to be our identity. We're pretending to be our conditioning. We're pretending to be our fears. We're pretending to be our feelings, emotions, thoughts, and that are limiting characters and roles that we are playing that have been conditioned from childhood. We are pretending that's what we really are, and we believe it, and we've forgotten who we really are. So in the pretend, in the conditioned way of being that we are, thinking who we are is who we are, but it's not. Deep down, we are spiritually playing as imposters because what we really are is infinite. We are infinite beings expressing in this human form. And when we forget our divinity, when we forget our magnificence, when we forget our infinite nature, we are imposters no matter what we do, no matter how good we feel. But when you reconnect and activate and reawaken, and align and rest in your true being, knowing who you are, then you're no longer an imposter. You know that what you are is infinite. Fear drops away, guilt drops away, shame drops away. The constant need for external validation drops away. And from the core, the foundation, you know you're not just this costume that consciousness is wearing. You're not your role. And so truly moving beyond imposter syndrome is a spiritual understanding of who and what you are. 
a recognition of your true nature, a recognition of your true divinity. That's the foundation of imposter syndrome. Otherwise, we will end up constantly chasing our tail, trying to get this or do that or get this or get rid of that or change ourselves from the outside to try to feel more aligned. You hear so much talk about in personal growth and self-help, like just, you know, fake it till you make it. No, this is a limited idea. Fake it till you make it. That's BS. I would say be it. Be it first. And if you be it, then you do it, then you can have it. And most of us are coming from the opposite. Be it so that you can do it. Be it so that you can do it. And when you be it, you already have it. Then you act from the place of being. When you act from the place of being your true nature, when you act from the place of being, it doesn't matter what you do. You know that what you do doesn't define you. You know that what you do doesn't define you, not your job, not your performance, not your, your result, not the A's you get at school on your certificate, not, not the certificate, not a doctor, not a government, not your parents, nothing and no one defines you other than your own connection to source, your own connection to your spirit. That even if you screw up and even if you mess up and even if you fall down and even if you don't achieve, None of that has anything to do with who you really are, your true nature. So let's just start there. Your true nature is infinite. Your true nature is pure consciousness. You are an infinite being, not just a finite body. And so much of society is invested in, in disconnecting us from that. So much of society is, is invested in reminding you of who you're not. You switch on the TV. You go onto the media. You go into social media. So much of society and advertising is, 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 has an investment in you not knowing who you are and you forgetting who you are so that you believe that you are this limited ego structure, this ego identity structure. And from that place of, of forgetting, we become imposters. Because when you disconnect from who you are and you think that you're just this limited being that is born and then dies, then the thing is you can be easily manipulated and you can be easily controlled with fear. And we're sold this idea then that, yes, you're just this limited body and your body will die and have wrinkles and fall apart and you're not enough. And we're told in advertising, you're not enough. You're not enough. You're not enough. We believe it because now we are already living the imposter syndrome of being this limited human. And we think, oh, I'm not enough. Then we're sold this false solution of if you just wear this underwear, you just wear these socks, you just have this phone, you just drive this car, you just wear this T-shirt, you just have this jewelry, you just have this you know, unique watch, just then you're going to finally be enough. And it's never enough if you don't feel enough. And this is why imposter syndrome never ends, because you can't end it by external validation. You can't find the finite, the infinite in the finite. So imposter syndrome, folks, on a human level, you see, that's the spiritual level. On that human level, you know, it might look like you've been working in a certain, let's say, position at work, role, a title, you're the CEO, you're the manager for, for, for many months. And when people call you that formal title, maybe you're a doctor, you feel like a fraud because you don't feel like you're perfect at that position. You don't feel like you've mastered that position. So you, you feel like a fraud. You don't feel like you know everything that, that needs to be known in that position. Or maybe, you let's say you're a coach listening to this and you've, 
you, you've done some things, you have some certificates, but you still, because you're not perfect, you still feel like a fraud. Oh, if people know who I really was, then they won't love me. They won't want to work with me. We have to understand that at the level of the personality, if we really get this to shift the game, folks, at the level of the personality, there is no perfection. There is no perfection that exists at the level of the 3D. We live in the 3D as human beings with ego structures. No matter how much therapy you do, no matter how much plant medicine you do, no matter how much breath work you do, no matter how much healing you do, your personality will not be perfect. And that's perfectly okay because it's not meant to be perfect. Our ego structures are imperfect. We live in a world of constant change, duality, up, down, yin, yang, black, white. It's imperfect. So the goal of healing is not to perfect your personality. The goal of healing is not to make you a perfect person. The goal of healing is to make you aware of the layers of your conditioning so that you can relax them and get back in touch with your true identity, your true nature, which is perfect. And nothing outside of that that happens or doesn't happen can take away from the perfection of your being. When you know that you're perfect, whole and complete, doesn't matter what happens. Doesn't matter what you do. Doesn't matter what doesn't happen. It doesn't change what you are. Sometimes, you know, feeling like an imposter can manifest where let's say you start a business or a coaching business or a healing business or a certain business and you deep down maybe don't feel like promoting yourself. You're shy to promote yourself because you don't feel the same level of expertise or experience as other people in your field and you feel like a fraud. Maybe you were nominated for an award. Maybe you were written up in a magazine. Maybe you got some kind of attention i.e. let's say an award, but you you feel like you feel kind of a little shy for getting this attention or recognition or the or you avoid the ceremony because you don't feel like your achievements are good enough to warrant the nomination, the attention, the respect of those around you. Imposter syndrome and feeling like an imposter syndrome is limited, and feeling like an imposter syndrome is a false sense of identification with what you are not rather than what you really are. It's a false sense of identification, you see. Imposter syndrome, folks. And there's different types of imposters because many times it's not just someone who walks around going, oh, I'm not enough, I'm not enough, I'm not enough. In fact, many times it's the person that seems like they have all of their things together. You know, the, the, the expert the expert who is so studied and has so much knowledge that they seem to have all their stuff together, but they feel like an imposter on some level because they don't feel like they know everything about a subject or life or they haven't mastered every step of the process. Because the truth is in the human experience, there's always more to learn. Life is a process of evolution. So even though they're an expert and they've tried hard to be an expert to overcome or compensate the feeling of not, not knowing everything and not being enough, they still feel not enough. The imposter syndrome might manifest in that in, 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 when you observe a perfectionist. This type of imposter syndrome comes from, let's say, believing that unless you're perfect, you're not enough. Unless you're perfect, it could be done better. 
and you might feel not as good as other people who are doing it right, again, it's limiting. Imposter syndrome might manifest in what's called a natural genius, where you might feel like a fraud or not enough because you don't believe deep down that you are naturally talented, intelligent, competent. So if you don't get something right at first, or it takes a while for you to learn something and understand something and master something, you feel like an imposter. It might manifest in what's called, let's say, the superhuman person, the superman, superwoman. This might kind of involve you believing and feeling like, again, none of these are, are, are the case. They're just the manifestations, the perfectionist, the expert, the perfectionist, the sort of natural genius that just has the gift, the superman, the superwoman, where you feel like you have to be the hardest worker or reach the highest level of achievement possible. So the overachievers in the house, any overachievers listening to Soul Talk today, wave at me. I see you. I hear you. I understand. I've been there, right? Where you feel as though you have to be the hardest worker. You know, my, my mantra in life for, for the longest time was I will outwork anybody. I will outwork anybody. Because deep down, maybe somewhere I felt like an imposter, right? So we all have this sense. And the feeling if you don't outwork everyone and you're the hardest worker and you don't reach the highest level of achievement possible, that maybe you're fraud. Uh, the solo person, maybe you're a solopreneur as a business person. You go life solo sometimes. And, 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 and so what this looks like is a person that doesn't ask for help to reach certain goals, they stay stuck. They would rather be small. They would rather stay small rather than humble themselves and ask for help because they don't want to acknowledge that they need help. They don't want to acknowledge that they can't do it on their own, as, as almost as though asking for help is a form of failure, almost as though asking for help is proof that they are not enough. So these are, the, let's say, the five kinds of imposter syndrome personality types. Take a look to see which one you might fit into. Take a look to see which one might play out more than others. And you see, folks, we've all been there in some ways. Sometimes you might go back and forth between different ones. And most of this stems from our childhood conditioning. We were born perfect and complete. We weren't born feeling like imposters. We didn't come out of our mother's wombs going, ah, I'm an imposter. We just came out of our mother's womb just being what we were. We were just being. There is a power in being, but we lose touch with being now trying to be something else. We spent most of our childhood trying to be what we're not in order to get love, validation, approval from our caretakers around us because we felt like who I am is not enough. And if who I am is not enough, but I can get all A's. If who I am is not enough, but I can achieve and win the game and get the trophy and be something that I'm not, then I'll be loved. And so we spend our entire life being something we're not becoming an imposter to, to get love, validation, approval. And so it never feels fulfilling, even when we do achieve. We've been conditioned to become an imposter, to be what we're not, in order to get love, validation, approval. But also, as children, we learn to shut down our feelings, not honor our feelings, which is another level of being an imposter, to not honor our feelings in order to just cope, function, survive, and not feel the pain of what is around us. 
imposter syndrome. So we get conditioned. And out of that conditioning, we feel fundamentally who I am is not enough. We think that love is conditional. And many times it's not intentional by our parents, but there is an unconscious, unspoken messaging that who you are is not enough. You have to get more of this and achieve more of that. And if you do, then I'll love you. So we grow up feeling the sense that who I am is not enough. Love is conditional. Love is something I have to get and be a certain way to get it. Unconsciously as children, we, we try to figure out who we need to be to get love, validation, approval. We become that. We disconnect from our truth. We disconnect from who we are in order to be something that we're not, to get love, validation, approval from those around us. The game never ends. The game never ends. So even though now we have the certification, the doctorate, the, the, the mansion, the house, the Ferrari, the car, the this, the that, we still feel not enough. We still feel like we're not a success. We still feel like an imposter. So what do we do about it, folks? I'm hoping some of this is resonating. So the question becomes, yes, what do we do about this feeling inside? I'm going to give you four or five keys to overcoming imposter syndrome. Number one, we have to simply start by lovingly acknowledging the feelings that we feel. To lovingly acknowledge the feelings that we feel rather than deny it. <clears throat> when we pretend that we don't feel how we feel in order to be more enlightened, when we pretend that we don't feel how we feel in order to, which is again, another version of being an imposter, by the way, we pretend how we, we pretend that we don't feel what we feel. Like, no, I feel fine. No, I'm amazing. No, no. like part of the healing of imposter syndrome is to acknowledge that you feel like an imposter and, and, and to know that you're not an imposter, but you feel like an imposter and to differentiate the two. Part of the healing of imposter syndrome is to acknowledge the feeling of lack, of scarcity, of not feeling worthy validated, valued, or enough. Sometimes we try to fill the hole of that feeling by simply achieving, by buying, or doing more. But when without judgment, then the key is without judgment. When you can just acknowledge, this is how I feel. It's not who I am. I'm not enough. I'm not not enough. I'm not unworthy. But this is how I feel. Separate how you feel from who you are. This is how I feel. When you acknowledge how you feel, then you can deal with it. In order to change something, you have to acknowledge it and accept it first. When you acknowledge the pain, so it's really about acknowledging the pain. Then we can go to step two. Feeling like an imposter or unworthy doesn't make you less than. It doesn't have anything to do with who you are, really. But if you don't acknowledge it, you can't bring healing to it. And so if you're willing to say, I acknowledge this is how I feel. Then you can go to step two which is where the real healing happens. Folks, for healing to happen, you have to be willing to bring love to those parts of you that, that are hurting. Bring love to those parts of you that are hurting. That is where healing happens. And so when you acknowledge, I feel not enough, that five-year-old, that 10-year-old, that little kid inside of me feels unworthy. Even though I have a medical doctorate degree, I feel unworthy even though I have built this business. It's not our logic. It's not our adult self. It's, it's the young self. It's, it's an inner child part of ourselves that feels not enough. 
we're stuck in age five, we're stuck in age six, we're stuck in age nine. And so when you acknowledge that without judgment, then you can then bring, then you can bring loving and compassion and healing energy to those parts of yourself that feel unworthy. Hold that part, speak to that part, talk to that part. Healing is bringing loving to those parts of yourself that are hurting. Then you take five minutes to positively reinforce yourself. Number three, I would say focus on what is beautiful about you than what isn't and give up comparing yourself. Imposter syndrome, the, the, the fires of imposter syndrome will be activated and, and, and the flames will be flared and stoked, shall I say, when we're constantly comparing ourselves and social media is a place ripe for uh, triggering the feeling of imposter syndrome. You look at someone else, you look at what, else, what another person is living, you look at what your friends are living, those around you are living, some experts living, the house they're living in, and you feel like an imposter. Stop comparing yourself. Unplug yourself from media. Unplug yourself from external factors and just focus your energy within. Don't look at, based on everyone else, who you're not and what you don't have. Instead, focus on what's beautiful about you. Focus on what's good about you. Focus on what's unique about you because when you focus on what's unique about you, there's no competition. There's no impostering if you're just being yourself. It takes courage to be yourself, but just being yourself, there's no competition. There's only one you. So positively reaffirm who you are. Let me repeat, positively, consistently reaffirm and acknowledge and appreciate who you are. Yes, you can always grow. There's this, sometimes this mistake thinking, if I'm hard on myself, and here is a mistake, folks. If I'm hard on myself and I judge myself, I'm going to drive myself to be more amazing. If I'm hard on myself, that's, that's a form of pushing myself. But judging yourself and beating yourself into transformation, healing, and enlightenment into success, not only, not only does that end up backfiring in the end, but it's not sustainable. It's not a sustainable way of creating success. So give up comparing and focus on what's beautiful. Positively affirm yourself. The last thing I want to say, folks, is developing self-inner integrity. This is key. Sometimes people tell me, could I feel like an imposter? And I'll tell them, you are. It's because you're so flaky with yourself. You say what you don't mean. You don't do what you say. You break promises to others, especially yourself. You're not there for yourself. You betray yourself. You don't exercise. You don't take care of your body. You don't take care of your mind. You don't do what you say you're going to do. So deep down, eventually, you don't trust yourself with yourself, with your word, with your own integrity. So trust gets broken. Self-trust gets broken. So it's impossible to feel in integrity, coherent, in alignment when you, you are constantly lying to yourself. You say you're going to exercise, but you don't. You say you're going to drink water, but you don't. You say you're going to do X, Y, Z, but you don't. So, of course, you feel like an imposter because you are an imposter with yourself. Your behavior is an imposter with yourself. If you had a friend who you made plans with to go to coffee with and have a chat, on a Monday, they didn't show up. And next, you rearranged. And next week, they didn't show up. You rescheduled. Next week, they didn't show up. And they kept not showing up. Eventually, you would lose trust in them. Their word would mean nothing. And you would stop showing up for them and probably shut down and no longer be friends with them. The same happens with ourselves. 
when we don't do what we say, when we don't follow through, we, we start losing trust, we start losing confidence, we lose power, we feel like an imposter with ourselves. So we don't even believe our word anymore. So in order to heal that, one thing is inner integrity. Say what you mean and do what you say, even if it's small, start small, follow through. Make a commitment to yourself, follow through. Each time you do that, you bring, you make a deposit into your emotional trust account with yourself. Each time you do that, alignment and integrity grows. Then confidence grows. Then you do it again. The cycle continues slowly, 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 slowly. Inner trust, inner confidence develops. And then the feeling of power, the feeling of self-belief, the feeling of confidence grows. And as a result, you start feeling confident. You start feeling inner integrity. You start feeling power. And you no longer feel like an imposter because you know that you woke yourself up at 7 a.m. Regardless of if anyone was around watching or not, it wasn't about Instagramming that that, that, that experience. You did it for you out of your commitment to yourself. And you know that you have showed up for yourself. No matter what anyone tells you, no matter what a certificate says or doesn't say, you know what you did. You know who you are. And that is the greatest freedom. That is the greatest power. So when you keep your promises to yourself, you develop inner integrity, you develop soul force, and that soul force is power. You won't feel like an imposter because you know you follow through. You won't have to fake it till you make it because you're being it every step of the way. You're being it and you're becoming it every step of the way. So when someone doesn't believe in you or someone questions in you or you don't have the external validation, you know that you woke up at 4 a.m. to exercise. You woke up and did the work, made the sacrifice, paid the price. There's no free ride to success. There's no free ride to greatness. Many times we want to feel in alignment and integrity, but we don't want to do the work. And that's why we feel like imposters. And so folks, I hope today's session has caused you to think, take a look at what, what commitments do you need to make to yourself? What do you need to recommit to yourself? Maybe you might even need to begin the process of shifting imposter syndrome by apologizing and making amends with yourself so that you can begin to rebuild trust with yourself. Some things to think about, yes? Folks, I hope today's short episode caused you to think, caused you to stir, caused you to consider a different relationship with yourself. Because on the deeper spiritual level, we are infinite beings pretending to be this limited human form. And that's the ultimate imposter syndrome. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. As I said, please share this episode with everyone in your life. I would love it that we spread awakening inspiration on the planet. And also, I would love it if you write a review on iTunes. Go to iTunes. Spotify, write a review on your thoughts on Soul Talk podcast. That would be very much appreciated. Folks, beautiful walking the journey with you. Until next week, love now. If you've enjoyed this episode of Soul Talk, please do share the podcast with all of your friends. Let everyone know and make sure you download Soul Talk today. I'm looking forward to next week where I'll get to share more inspiration with you. Meanwhile, follow me on Facebook, 
Instagram, or social media. You can find out more about my work at www.coopblackson.com. If you feel ready to take your life to the next level, join me at my exclusive event in Bali, www.boundlessblissbali.com, where you can find out more and apply. Also, make sure to remember to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment at coopblackson.com. Sending you all big hugs and love now.